Right on. So new reported amendments in the ministerial handbook exempt members of the cabinet from paying for municipal services such as water and electricity. That time by the money electricity. <laughs> but yeah, I think. But because they're supposed to be available twenty-four hours. Hey, at their official residences. Previously, there was a limit of 5,000 rand. Uh, according to the handbook, the Public Works Department is responsible for providing water and electricity. We now get reaction from Kosatu spokesperson, uh, Siswe Pamela. Good afternoon to you, Siswe. Uh, afternoon to you and the listeners. Have you paid your rates uh, this month, uh, Siswe? Any water? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a choice. I don't have the luxury of not paying. You don't have the luxury of not paying. So how does Kosatu view these changes? Uh, look, they, they are just vulgar and insensitive. Mm. Um, especially when you look at the people we are talking about here. Uh, these are the pampered uh, people uh, who pay for no, who don't pay for their accommodation, mm. who receive uh, free flights even after they retire. Mm. Not long ago, we were talking about the fact that uh, they were allowed to fly their spouses around the world mm. uh, on uh, state visits. And we've been having these conversations. We talked about the, the, the kinds of cars they were buying not long ago. We talked about uh, reviewing the ministerial handbook. What is even more heartbreaking uh, is the fact that these changes were implemented this year after COVID, after 2 million people lost their, their jobs, with people on social welfare having moved from 18 million to 26 million. When we were holding uh, all of these developments, we were also listening to them preaching to us about austerity budgets, about the fact that this country cannot afford nurses, cannot afford teachers, cannot afford the basic income grant. At the same time, they were delivering a sauna that was preaching, they were delivering a budget that was preaching to us. They were also undoing uh, some of the uh, constraints. Uh, and uh, opening things up so that they can have the free for all that they have. And, and it's really depressing. It's depressing because uh, it, it, it sends a message that they are not trying anymore. Uh, they've moved on. Uh, because if they were, at least they will have some sense of shame and they would look at some of these things and think, well, uh, 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 it would be torn deaf if we were to do one, two, three. The fact that they continue to do these things, and when they are caught up, they tend to feel the need to defend themselves instead of just admitting and uh, uh, acting to correct themselves. That is what is more depressing. So what's your understanding of why these changes were made? We have got no idea why they were made. In fact, we didn't know that they were made. Uh, we only discovered when we read, because the last time we had conversations with them about this issue, the material handbook, we were having conversations both at the political level but also at the political level. We went and discussed these issues in Parliament when mm. we made our own submissions as to what we felt were some of the unacceptable facts that were currently on the table at the time. But we also spoke to the ANC and at the political level. Uh, we said... You just can't do some of the things that you are doing. You, you, you have 70% of young people sitting at home watching their dreams pass them by. They wake up to read this headline. And it's just not helpful politically. It's not helpful 
uh, for young people who are uh, still hoping that someone out there is busy having sleepless nights trying to sort out the mess that is South Africa. Now we know uh, <clears throat> they are not going to sort this mess because it doesn't affect them. They can run the power utility to the ground. They can't be bothered. They can adjust uh, the electricity tariffs uh, above inflation as they have done for the last 16 years. They can collapse the water boards uh, as they are across the country. They can impose water rationing in Houghton and in other provinces. They can't be bothered because someone is picking up the tab. So this is really just uh, depressing and scandalous uh, to, to, to wake up to these kinds of headlines with all of the problems that we face in the country. So the ANC elective conference is in December. Could this be President Cyril Ramaphosa's way of solidifying his presidential campaign? Well, unless he believes that he's the president of the country because of the ANC. Mm. He's not the president of the country because of the ANC. In fact, uh, in 2017, he never received the mandate from the ANC. If you were to politically uh, do an analysis of what that conference was about, it was a stalemate. He was mm. rejected by 50% uh, of the membership of the ANC. Mm. So a, a portion of the ANC managed to elect him as a president, but he didn't have the, the embrace. Now, it's South Africans who gave him the president, who gave him uh, uh, the opportunity to be the president of the country. And after some extravagant speeches from him uh, about corruption, about wasteful uh, mismanagement of the resources, about uh, doing things better and, and, and to move away from the era where uh, people were doing things with impunity and were not accountable, to, to hear that he is actually the one who took this decision is telling it tells us that while we, we can look at what is happening in the country and ask ourselves are they really this incompetent no they are not they are just not trying anymore so and they can't be bothered so the da has called for the ministerial handbook to be done away with does Kosati also think it should be scrapped and uh, will Kosati be engaging the anc and ramaphosa on this matter Yes, we will actually uh, use all the uh, platforms that are available to us to make these kinds of presentations. In fact, we called for the scrapping of it a long time ago. Mm. Because we, at the time, we challenged the people who were defending it. We said, if you feel so strongly about this ministerial help, if you feel you have a skill set that's in such high demand, just leave the public service and go out into the private sector and put this to the test. Let's see how many people are prepared to pay for your accommodation, for your water, for your electricity in the private sector. Because in the private sector, people earn these tax. So we then challenge people to say, we as South Africans, we just can't afford you. Mm. We can't afford you. Now, those that feel strongly that they deserve this tax, they have the right to leave. Serving in a political office is not a necessity. is a a privilege, and some of them are starting to abuse this privilege. And we continue to say, scrap that ministerial handbook. And in fact, they must cut the pegs, including the salaries that these people earn. When we are being regarded as the most unequal country in the world by the World Bank, the question has to be asked, uh, what what, uh, about the policymakers and decision makers who have led us to this uh, situation? Why is it uh, they are not paying the price for their failure? We should not just be talking about the press. We should be talking about 
why are South Africans, we pay them the money that we pay them? What is it that we get in return? And those who feel strongly, who feel strongly that they should end these millions and they deserve this tax, they have the right to leave. They can leave. As citizens, we should be putting our foot on the ground and saying that we want to be served by people and we think we have the right to cap their salaries. Those who feel that they deserve more, they can always go to the private sector. Kosa to spokesperson, Sizwe Pamla. Thank you so much for chatting to us. You're welcome.